Wait, are you... <laughs> are you gonna count me in? Whatever. I'm just gonna go for it. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Singleton. And as a child of the 80s, I'd love to say Queen's rule. But they don't. Queen's lead. Being a queen means you are worthy to be a leader of people. The guests on our show do exactly that. They are leading the way in their businesses, families, and communities. And they're taking their rightful place in the spotlight, leading and inspiring the developing queens in all of us. Welcome to the Queen's Lead Podcast. Now here's your host, Amy Singleton, the queen of realness, leading conversations about business, life, and the real shit you want to know. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Queen's Lead Podcast. Today, we are going to be enlightened. Prepare to be enlightened. You are going to meet Michelle Blood, and I would love to read her bio, but I think that it's going to come so much better from you. Michelle, welcome, and tell us who you are. Hi, everybody. That's my cat meowing, but that's okay because he's just happy. <laughs> Hi, kitty. Yeah, my name's Michelle, Michelle Blood. I come from Australia, but I've lived in the States now for about 25 years. Yeah. Um, I've traveled all over the world working with Bob Proctor for seven years, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hay, all these great people. I've had, I was a rock singer in Australia for most of my life, had a near fatal car accident, which changed my life. I had a great healing through a discovery of a different type of music that I discovered and wrote. And um, it's interesting because I think of myself like running my band and being the lead singer and everything for years and, and traveling all over with the boys. And then I end up traveling all over the world with the boys, but different boys. Different uh, boys. Yeah. You know, like, not like leaders. Player, right? they're, not, they're not that much different. <laughs> <laughs> right. People are people, right? Yeah. Oh boys my gosh. Boys are boys. <laughs> so you were a rock singer at, from a fairly young age. And how long was that career? Um, I started when I was five on TV. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And um, I didn't stop doing, well, I still haven't really. I still do gigs in different countries where they know me really well. Um, so I haven't really stopped. <laughs> But That's fantastic. I, yeah, but when I, I I became a solo artist when after my car accident and I gave the band six months and then I got other bands together in different countries and had more hit records, but they were more like backing bands then. And yeah. what I, I, I loved my bands and if they're watching it, you know what, guys, how much I loved working with you. But as a, a solo artist, when you can just hire really good musicians and they're not relying on you for their livelihood for the next 10 years, it's much easier. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet. Much That's a lot of pressure. Much easier recording with studio session musicians too because yeah. the, the the first time I recorded with studio session musicians, I got um, I had uh, I got the percussionist from, um, oh, gosh, what was it from? I got the, the brass section who usually tour with Phil Collins. I got a drummer wow. who drum, drums for Stevie Wonder. I got a keyboard player who works with um, Santana and the percussionist from Santana. Because, Holy crap. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because, because when they're um, not touring, they're session yeah. musicians. Right. Yeah. Wow. What a fantastic career. And 
but that was ended tragically with a car accident. Can you tell us about well, that? Well, the career didn't. The career didn't end. Well, with a car not accident. that. Career. No, it really, yeah. it really just began. That's why. Uh, oh, when, that's what's so great. When I started traveling overseas and getting all these great session musicians, it was amazing. It was amazing. And um, I still work with so many great musicians. And uh, yeah, I just, I love it. I, I'll never stop singing. I just released a new album, which I'm giving away to your listeners today. But um, yeah, but just just not touring like I used to, because that's tough going at my age. You don't really want to be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it sounds like this new music is, is got a bit of a different uh, sense of purpose, a, a bit of a deeper meaning yeah. to you personally. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because um, when I was in, after a near fatal car accident, uh, the truck driver, I was with the truck driver, we drove from Brisbane to Sydney, which is about 14 hour drive. He fell asleep at the wheel. We oh went my. into a telephone pole and all the musical equipment went into me. So I was in the hospital for months and months and months with so wow. many broken bones and I won't say anything. I don't want people to lose their breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So (laughs) I won't go into the gory details. It was a bad deal. Let's just say it was a bad deal. deal. Yeah, Yeah. I bet. But what happened was um, I found out about auto-suggestion and affirmations. I'd never heard of them before. And so I started doing them to heal my body, but I'm on a a still slated bed and very depressed and agony passing out actually every few minutes it was so painful painful but um it didn't work for me the affirmations because at the time neuroscientists hadn't proven that we have a doubting mind and Mm. if if we don't believe it it won't go into the treasury of our subconscious mind where we need it to be that new thought because it's been proven now it's not we were anymore i've got all the scientific um evidence uh, from john hopkins from berkeley and everything on my websites to show people positive music but we didn't know what positive affirmation music was back then yeah so i started singing my affirmations because i knew you can't get a jingle i'm a songwriter i knew you can't get a jingle or a song out of your head if you hear it enough so that's how that's how my affirmation songs began from that hospital bed. <laughs> what what gave you the idea to do that? Was there a, a therapist or a nurse no, or someone no, no. who encouraged no, you that? Just come no, to no. you. No one had done music therapy like that in those days. Ne- yeah. never, never been done. What what year are we talking about here? When when did oh, this all happen? 87. Oh wow. Okay. So it's been a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were definitely on the leading edge of this. I mean, for yeah. sure. I mean, I was thinking you were going to say like 10 years ago. I'm like, well, yeah, but yeah. for real, there's been some serious research done since then. Yeah, so I was doing, I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend for about a week over and over again as I'm lying there. And I just didn't believe it. Doctors are coming in. If you ever do walk again and if you get past the next operation. So, I mean, the doubting mind, of course, would not believe it. And yeah. then I, I said, look, I, I've written jingles as well over the years. And I didn't, I never used to tell my band because it would have been so unrock and roll and so uncool, but I used to make a lot of money doing that. So I could pay yeah. for new speakers and, you know, new clothes for us on the road and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, um, I just started, I used to always have a little cassette recorder and you can Google it, young people, if you don't know what a cassette is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you. Thank you. I, I used to have a little cassette recorder. So I would um, always, if I got a songwriting idea, I would be able to sing it straight away onto the recorder because otherwise oh. 
you know, that's how Mick Jagger yeah. writes his songs. I mean, I got the idea from him when I read this story in uh, Rock Magazine where he said, because I was always like, oh, I've got to keep singing, the, singing, I can't forget this, it's got a really good melody. And he said, he woke up in the middle of the night and went, I can't get no satisfaction. I won't wow. try to do a Mick Jagger. Anyway, and he's going to go back to sleep and he went, oh, fuck it. Nah, let's just, uh, let me record it. Let me record yeah. it. Otherwise, um, and then so he took it to Keith the next day and, you know, the history's there. So I just thought, oh, I'll, I'll sing. I'll just make up a melody. I am healed. I know I am. I love myself. I am my friend. And I sang it over and over again. Excuse me, I'm not in voice today. But anyway, I sang it over and over again. And that's how the affirmation music began. So because I had such miraculous healing, I went into a recording studio with um, one of my musician friends, John Beatty, and we just wrote tons of affirmation songs just for our own consciousness. No thought of it going out to the world. But journalists in Australia found out about my miraculous healing and about these affirmation songs. And then um, these promoters were coming to me and say, we want you to tour with Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, who they were. These wow. world famous, I've never heard of them. They weren't in yeah. my world. They're not in the rock world. So, yeah, for sure. So I said, no, I don't want to do that. Sounds really uncool. And they said, we'll pay you $5,000 a gig and you can sell your affirmation music CDs at the back of the room. And I said, they're not for sale. They're just. That's mine. You know, yeah. they're not <laughs> full wow. on recording studio job. They're like an eight track, you know, they're cute and they're nice and they're good for consciousness. But they said, no, 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 we love it. We love it. So because it was so much money back then for me, because yeah. we would like if we made four grand at a gig because we were quite popular, well, all of it went to the agents. It went to the road crew. We had to pay for the trucks. We had to pay for the the speaker system. You know, yeah. the, band, the bands back then had to pay for everything. I think they still do. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, so we'd be we'd make maybe 150 bucks each a week, the band wow. to live on. But wow. we're on the road the whole time and they give you terrible accommodation, all these venues. So we didn't have rent or anything, but um, it's not really enough to live on. Yeah, it's still I mean, not much. No, I used to have these black boots with all these uh, chains and things on them. And every time they started falling apart, I would have to gaffer tape up my clothes and my boots because I couldn't afford to buy new ones. Wow. Wow. So, <laughs> so it's kind of hard to turn away the money. You're like, well, okay. I mean, yeah, I can so, try and be a little uncool for a minute. Yeah. So and then I turn on way cooler. I just had to have backing music on a CD, get up there. And the first gig I did was in um, Adelaide and there were three and a half thousand people there during the day paying 350 bucks each to come and see these speakers. And I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, what is this it? conference world? There, there's a yeah. whole thing going on over yeah. here. Yeah. And um, my CDs, I just, I, I bought 500. I, I made 500 thinking, oh, that's over the top. That's ridiculous. I hope yeah. I get my money back. By the first break, that was sold out. <laughs> wow. And uh, touring around with these men, <laughs> they said, you've got, you've got to do this overseas. We want you to work with us. I ended up working with Jack Canfield a lot, Bob Proctor for seven years straight, creating all wow. these products. I lived overseas. I toured in 26 different countries. I had 
number one hits, I couldn't stop it. I was singing in different languages. I mean, nothing could stop my success. And that's how it all began. <laughs> wow. And this was back in the late 80s when this all started. Yeah. But really, um, I didn't get to the States until 96 because I was living in Asia for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's so incredible. Were the doctors just, well, first of all, what was it? What was your, what was your experience before obviously that, that car wreck that, that put it in your mind that you had to start speaking these things to yourself? If there wasn't someone, what was it that caused oh, you to oh, do that? Yeah. Yes. Good, good question. Um, people were putting on positive audio books and somebody put on Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. And that's that's a book that was written in the 1920s about men in America that were millionaires. Yes, yes, Henry, yes. You know, and I was like, I didn't enjoy it at all until they got to a chapter where they were talking about Napoleon Hill's little boy was born completely deaf. And mm-hmm. he said he, he used auto-suggestion, which we now call affirmations, and he would go into his little boy's room every night and he would say, you hear perfectly. You're such a lovely person. People like you, you like them. You're very successful and you hear perfectly. And yeah. his little boy, by the time he was three and a half, had 30% hearing, which was impossible because he was born 100% deaf. Yeah. And you know, you know what I mean, Amy, when you hear something you've never heard before, but it goes into the marrow of your bones, you know it's true. Yeah. So that's, that's, what, that's what sparked it. Good question. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I remember the story in that book and, and how they talk about, I, I never, I never really, I'm not in that space. So I never really connected affirmation with positive suggestion or with that auto suggestion piece, yeah. uh, or like what we used to call subliminal messaging or, or right. those other kinds of things, because uh, at least, it, you know, there are so many people that are so wrapped up in this manifestation. If I just say it, it will become true. But what you're saying is you have to say it and believe it to your core. Is that right? No, you just have to listen to the song because what happens is it's like uh, the reason advertising agencies spend billions a year. It's true what you said. Yes, if you're just going to say them, you have to emotionalize it. But what if you don't believe it like I didn't? You can't emotionalize it. Yeah. Well, then these little, I've got over 400 songs on every topic you can imagine, so many albums. So if you just want motivational songs or if you just want transformational healing songs, children's baby songs with affirmations, I've got them for every area of life and multi, multi millions of people have downloaded the songs because they work and people have started recording them in different languages without my permission. And the thing is, Amy, I don't care if it's without my permission. I want people to get it however they can get it. Anything that I've done, if someone can improve their life with it, they can use it. They can use it. That's a queen. That's queen shit right now. For yeah. those of you not watching on the YouTube channel, when I put on the queen's the queen's crown, the guest has just said something queenly and leaderly. I mean, that's the truth right there. Yeah, oh, I you love don't. it. People get, you know, oh, I'm going to sue them and be logistics. I'm just going to libel this. And li-. and I remember very clearly when I was with Bob Proctor, and if people don't know who he was he left the body late uh, early last year but um I worked with him for a long time doing huge events all over the world and we were in Singapore and we had our products because back then it wasn't all e-products there was no such thing 
we had all our books and CDs and tapes and everything at the back of the room yeah. to sell to our audience. We we're doing a three-day event in Singapore. And and it was a, a World Trade Center in Singapore. And when we went walking out to get some lunch, at, right out the front of the World Trade Center was this guy, this Singapore guy, selling all of our products we had back there. But in and it, they even had Bob's book, You Were Born Rich, in uh, Mandarin. Oh my and, goodness! And, and I just said, "Oh, that's too funny." And I, I said to the guy, um, I showed the cassette and I said, see, that's me. Oh, you want to buy? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> and, and so uh, Jerry Roberts, one of the speakers at the event, said to Bob, you should sue them or do something. You haven't even put your book in Mandarin yet. He said, why would I care? He said, we don't care. As long as yeah. they get the message, Michelle doesn't yeah. care. I don't care. As long as yeah. they get their message and they interpreted it maybe 50% correctly. Right. Yeah. That yeah. we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Because with somebody who's really doing something that they're passionate about, like yourself, like Bob, like these leaders you've been surrounding, it's about the impact. It's not about the dollar. It's not about the recognition or the credit. It's about whose life can I actually impact today? And that's the way you do it by being yes. generous. Yeah, it, it, it's exactly right. I mean, there, there are so many things that Bob and I have done. I mean, <laughs> just people say crazy stuff and we just used to ignore them because, you know, being from Australia, I think he loved the fact that I was so irreverent and yet so in love with God, with the divine, but yeah. so irreverent, you know, it's like, um, because people that act saintly, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that again. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'll, I'll just say a funny little anecdote. I was about to do this interview with this lady and she wanted to do a pre-interview with me, which I don't normally do, but right. um, but she had a pretty big TV show and I thought, oh, okay, okay, this is overseas. So anyway, and so I said, okay, I'll do a pre-interview. And she was like, just talking to me normally, blah, 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 blah. She was from, um, I can't remember, which, Tyler Wan, yeah. And... She could speak English perfectly. Her, her accent wasn't very strong. And because um, and she, she'd studied in London, so she had similar accent to an Australian, I guess. Yeah. And uh, then when I went on her show, hello, Michelle, how are you today? I can hmm. see your aura is so beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like what the heck? And I finished it, but I said to her at the end, I, I said, I wish I'd seen, somehow seen. I would never have done your show. You are so full of shit. I said, <laughs> I said, you're acting saintly. You don't need to be, you can be a saint and not act saintly. I said, the, the highest consciousness people mm. I know know when to curse. And it's it, it sounds like they're just saying, hello, how are you today? That's it's nice. not, it's irreverent. It's fun. And yeah. I said, I just, I just, um, I would really like not to be on your show, but it was live. So there was nothing I could do. And she wow. said, no, 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 that's my, I'm like, it's like an actress. I'm a persona. I said, but you're telling people that you're this enlightened saint and you're not. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're not even real. Like what the heck? Just, oh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, I don't care. It's just, it's humorous. Right. It's is so what funny. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's, you know, that really took me a while to work through myself. Not, not that I've ever been fake, but understanding that I am the same person in every area of my life, but not everybody maybe gets to the very basement of my life, right? Like you can be the same person and be a real person in life and business as a mother, as a, a friend, as everything. You don't have to be fake about it. You just, you go to different levels of depth with different people and depending on where yeah. you're at. But that's exactly right because, you know, if people think, oh, I've got to be positive, I've got to be positive, I've got to look at everyone, everyone, I've got to love everybody, I've got to love you, I've got to love you, even though you were nasty to me or you raped me or blah, blah, blah. I've got to love yeah. everybody and forgive them. No, no, no. I tell my students and people in my, in my books, no, no, no. The divine presence within each of us is the diamond. So we all have the diamond, but it is coated with so much crap on people, they can't feel their diamond. And so they're the tricky manipulators. And you don't mm. have to like everybody at all. What rubbish. Some people are so tricky and manipulative. So you can love the enlightenment within them like St. Uh, like Teresa did all the time. She would love Jesus within everyone. And that's how she never got sick or, or got any of the diseases. Same with um, the hugging nun um, mm. armor yeah. from India. You know, mm -hmm. you don't get sick because you see only God in the people. You just see that mm. enlightenment within them, but you don't have to like people or hang out with them. And of course it's good to forgive, but if people have been tricky or manipulative to you, don't be a victim girls ever run yeah. away, run away, Absolutely. just get yeah. away from those people because spiritually minded, particularly women, our hearts can open and we can forgive very easily, but you've also got to be strong. You, yeah. you know, just that person doesn't deserve to be forgiven. I'll forgive myself for believing in them, but I'm not going to forgive them. It's like even Jesus said to the disciples when he was wanting, they were like, come and heal these people. No, they don't, they don't want it. They don't deserve it. Not mm. putting pearls before swine. So yeah. it's not like loving the whole world, love the globe, love nature, love people in general. Absolutely. But when it goes to, when it comes to your depth, your soul, don't just blurt it out to any old person because you don't know how they're going to use it against you later. And I know that sounds like a negative way of thinking. I'm not thinking negatively. It's the opposite. It's a way of protecting yourself. When you get to know someone and you can feel your intuition is right and you can share your truth with them safely, go ahead and do it. That's a beautiful relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And when your gut is telling you, eh, eh. I know you better listen to that. <laughs> I've ignored it before. Just scoot right on to the next, uh, the next opportunity. Bless and release. <laughs> bless and release. I like yeah, it. Bless yeah, and release. That's it. that's it. Perfect. <laughs> so tell us how, now you have become, I mean, tell us what is the path to enlightenment and what does all that mean? Well, enlightenment is every single person on this planet has come here because they want to become enlightened. There are so many souls that are waiting. We are in a perfect uh, position in this body for enlightenment. We've got this beautiful shishumna down the base of our spine, this ethereal spine, and along it are the chakras, and they're not activated. If you go to somebody and they say, oh, your chakra's blocked, let me unblock it. No, they cannot. They cannot it okay. is a doorway, a gateway to a divine dimension. They have to be activated. And what happened to me was I had this heart glow, Amy, like 
nobody's business. I couldn't, what is this thing? And I'm loving life and I'm just being so creative. And Bob Proctor said to me one day, I said, what is this? And he said, your heart chakra has been partially activated and that's what it feels Mm. like. And he said, so you, what you need now is an enlightened teacher who can transmit light to you so that you can study meditation deeply. I know you teach it and everything he said, but you, if you, you want to go really, really deep, you've got to have an enlightened teacher. He said, I had a, I had a teacher who was in early enlightenment, not quite fully enlightenment, but he was my mentor for years. So I, I looked all over the world for 14 years. When I came to America to live a year later, I found an enlightened teacher after all those years. Wow. So I went off the grid, off Facebook, off all social media, no more events, nothing. I became a beginner again. Like a, and then eventually I was ordained as a Buddhist monk in Bhutan 10 years later. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so then how after, after, sorry, go ahead. I was, I was going to say, how did that, how did that heart open up or become lit as you said? Well, the chakra was activated completely from deep meditation, doing exactly what she said to do her, when she meditates, the light is then transmitted to you wherever an enlightened consciousness is, it goes to the person and good shit happens. (laughs) It just happens. So (laughs) I, I I would feel rushes of Shakti and energy going up and down my spine and you know, and um, it was very, people that say it's easy to become enlightened as trying to sell you something. It is not easy. It's not for everyone, but that's why we're here though. That's yeah. why people feel everyone is psychic. Everyone can feel energy in a room. They know if someone's been fighting when they walk into a room, everyone is sensitive to that. And when you get to really know and have the diamond cleaned, well, then you're free. It takes a long time and there's so many experiences you go through in the interim, you know, dark nights of the soul. And I write about this in so many of my books to explain to people exactly what it is. And the way I teach it is like me, simple. I keep it simple and spiritual. Because <laughs> <laughs> people, so many so-called mystics or metaphysical teachers want you to think that if only you come to them only, well, then your life will change and they make it sound so deep and complicated. And they're not real teachers because Mm. truth is simple. If they make it sound like it's a long winding road, and I know I just said it was hard, but that's only within your own consciousness it's hard. Stop thought and be in meditation for hours and hours every day and night is hard. But it yeah. just depends on how much you want it. <laughs> wow. So time spent alone with yourself, noticing what you're all about. Is that, yeah, is that kind it, of it, the first step? What first step can we take without an enlightened teacher in that 14 year search? <laughs> what, what can the average everyday person do to start down that path? Well, it's really good question. Well, the, the affirmation music, first of all, you've got to oscillate at a higher vibration. And this is also scientifically proven now that we are energy and mm-hmm. it's a frequency though. It's a frequency. It's not a, it's not a speed per se. It's a frequency. And as your diamond becomes clearer and clearer and your consciousness rises, when they say you're rising in consciousness, it means your diamond is becoming clearer, all the gunk from all the past experiences that have been stuck with you, you know, yeah. 
what you do is you've got to use any tools you can find to lift that vibration so you you find yourself not happy but joyful joy and peace combined that's the best way to explain it so the singing affirmations you don't even have to like the music but you will because they're great (laughs) (laughs) you just listen you just listen to the affirmation music do visualization we have just created the world's first manifestation video book so it's got Mm. every chapter is a video with visuals with me speaking and then the you know uh, subtitles of what i'm saying so all of your senses are being used and even best-selling authors who are starting to use it are saying to me, this is the way everyone is going to want to, not audio books anymore or print, they're going to just want video books because all oh. your senses are taken over. So you get, you absorb the message. All those high spiritual messages go absorb straight into you and you don't have an opportunity for the doubting mind to say, oh, I don't know about that or I don't know about that. So I have people just, I say, even if you don't want to meditate, just watch one chapter a day and you will get a rush of a light transmission from just watching one chapter a day. And we've got apps and there's so many different tools and lots of people have got great products out there that you, everyone's a different personality. So they enjoy a different type of teaching. But yeah. to start with, one of the one of the best things you can do is stop complaining for a month. Yeah. You, yeah, if you go in... If you really stop yourself every day, even if you're halfway through, you're just about to do a complaint, oh, that person or the the president or the commerce in this place sucks or whatever you get to complain about, yeah. stop yourself. Stop yourself immediately. And if you can do that for 30 days straight, your consciousness will go into such high levels because whenever we complain, we are in fear. We're in fear of either losing something we've got or not getting something we want. And we want to we want to just put a wall up. We don't want to acknowledge the shadow side or the fears in our life. And we have to if you want to become a queen. You have wow, to. That's right. You have yeah. to acknowledge the fears because then they're gone. They dissipate when you understand what they are. So mm-hmm. if you can stop complaining and say, well, why was I going to complain? Okay. I've heard that maybe I'm afraid of something. What am I afraid of? Find out what it is. Oh, I'm afraid that I won't have enough money for this next month. At least now I know what I'm trying to block from my consciousness. And, you know, people do it in many, many different ways. They'll overeat. They won't exercise properly. They'll put themselves into a coma. They slip into something more comfortable like a coma in front of YouTube or something. (laughs) So so you can stop complaining for a month. That is like the deepest meditation. That is mindfulness at its best. Wow. Wow. Well, that's a really unpopular thing, right? Like I know people want to come to me and complain about something or, and I've, I've been so quick in this past few years to turn them away and say, look, I will help you solve this problem. I will listen to you for, for this long and let you get this off your chest, but I will not wallow with you. I absolutely refuse to reiterate this problem over and over and over without seeking a solution or being more positive about it. And that that's a really unpopular seat to be sitting in. So how have, how can we navigate that? Does it have to just be a very personal thing and and ignore others walk away when they're complaining? What is, what is the path to that? Yeah. When people are complaining, I I mean, I I did something with my mom 
Okay. <laughs> oh God, we're going to talk about our mothers. Here we go. She's Let me buckle up. <laughs> you know, my mum and dad split up when I was quite young and she was a hairdresser and she worked mm-hmm. so hard, but, but at, I, I don't know. She was always happy and everything, but she worked so hard. So to make herself feel better, she would complain about the neighbors or the neighbor's dog. <laughs> I said, why don't you just go over and ask them if there's something that can be done? You know, I yeah. don't know what, what can be done, but, oh, and then she's in this other place and they, they're cooking Indian food. And I can't stand the smell. And, and, <laughs> and then, oh, that cat, what's that terrible noise that cat's making? I said, it's purring, mum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate that sound. So what I, breathing. Would do, <laughs> what I would do is because you're going to speak to your mother, goodness me, you know, you're not going right. to just ignore her. So what I found is I would compliment her sincerely. One thing, every conversation and from what she just said. And I said, you know mm-hmm. what? I think you've been really, really patient, really, really patient. And I love that you're like that because, you know, you would have been able to bring us up out and you're su- heart, such a hard worker and, I'd get off the topic of what she was complaining about and mm. I'd compliment her and, or I'd say, where are you going? What are you going to wear? And, you know, just something to get her off the topic. So if you yeah. have to speak to that person, cause you love them, right? you just shift the topic gently. Yeah. And if they won't, if they say, look, what do you think? What do you think? You just say, look, I understand that you're feeling that way, but I don't know your boyfriend. So I can't reiterate and say, yeah, he's a bastard Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know who he is. Wow, that's so genius. This is like toddler redirection. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. (laughs) My teacher used to say, you just say, oh my gosh, I forgot. I've got an appointment. Look at the time. But, you know, you hang in there. You hang in there. I know you're strong. You can get through this and you just hang up. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, talk about the the biggest boundary we can set within ourselves and with others is to control what our ears hear and what we speak from our own yeah. mouths. I mean, the stories that we tell ourselves, I don't think we're as aware of those little stories that go on and on on a loop uh, that really that really do happen. So anytime, these songs anytime. can yeah. become the new loop. Right. Yeah. Because anytime anyone says they can't, they are creating that that will be the truth for them. Yeah. And that's it's as simple as that. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. I, I'm I'm just I, I don't even know what to to say. Um wow. So so tell us about you have do you have some programs that you teach this or do you just write and we have to go read the book? Do you, is there somewhere oh, that no, people no. can I've, learn from you? I've directly? got students. I've got students in over 32 countries and half of them don't even speak English because they get wow. the light transmitted to them and then they they get the subtitles for themselves later. Um, yeah, themysticalexperience.com, doctors, lawyers, musicians, actors, celebrities, you name it, or from all walks of life. I've got students from all over the world. We do great now. I used to do big events and they'd all fly in, but now... If it's a celebrity and they don't want to be on a Zoom, they just do one-on-one Zoom with me. Yeah. <laughs> and right. I teach that way. Uh, but And I do a lot of free events, a lot of free Zoom events. And we'll, we'll cover a lot of topics like with the 
manifestation book we um video book we cover if i can just share that with you yes manifesting through the power of love meditation and prosperity what do they have in common you'll read about it are you a mystic the power of intuition the power of meditation how to become enlightened what is consciousness the pole of prosperity what end of the pole are you at six Mm. steps to achieving your big vision affirmation power divine guidance or emotion from ego psychic phenomena versus true intuition six Mm. methods to uplift your vibration and then all the affirmation songs so every chapter has all the visuals that go with what i'm teaching and then it also has a music video at the end of each one as well (laughs) with a song wow i love this i cannot wait to to start down this path i mean for, for about the last year or so, I have found with, with a mindset coach, not someone who's been enlightened and, and knows all of these things, but, but speaking out loud to myself, it, it positive things, you know, just this more every morning, my husband looks at me and says, it's going to be a great day. And I say, yes, it's going to be a great day. And this morning in the shower, I was literally saying out loud, I'm a fantastic marketer. I care about these people's businesses. I move them forward. All of these things. Is this, is this kind of like the door cracking for me? Am I, am I starting oh, yeah. to kind of get it? Yeah. Like- <laughs> you, you've, you've got to get our magnet to money app. I mean, that has got hundreds of dollars worth of my best-selling products for just a cup of coffee a month. <laughs> wow. And, magnet and- to money. Money money app oh, it's only on um apple for i iphone people because that's the best technology in the world for apps and trying to do it on an android is just crazy anyway um <laughs> but it's got like every morning there's a different meditation every morning so for just eight minutes you get to listen to a guided meditation along with a light transmission you just listen to it and then at night we've got the prosperity uh uh, it's angel guided prosperity program for you to sleep really deeply and have these beautiful affirmations and beautiful things being told to you about you when you go to sleep so deeply it's got the magnet to money song which was like multi multi millions of people listen to that all the time wow. uh, the affirmation song and it's also got um notifications and oh, so many other things. It's got af- speaking affirmations with music underneath that you can just listen to. That you, you know, I'll say the affirmation, then you repeat it after me. Yeah. Um, it, it took us two and a half years to develop it. And wow. it's amazing. It's amazing. So I would do that next. But I'm pretty sure that Trevor sent you the video book. I mean, the video. Yes. Cool. Yes, we have a link for, yeah, to, so for you, all of the get all the all the listeners have are getting tell us what all you're giving us and she's no, being no, so I mean, generous, you guys. But for the actual product, the video book, he sent you the oh what you get once you've bought it. No, so, I don't think so. Maybe, yeah, he, maybe I'll have to go yeah. back and look at my email. Oh my gosh, I must have missed it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Well, he always does. So I because I tell him to. But if okay. after the free stuff, you're gonna get my latest album, Create Miracles affirmation songs to harmonize your life so you'll feel more successful and you just listen to them and at and also um six methods to change your life from the video book so you get to experience one of my favorite chapters in the video book and also manifestation um video book ebook and you get all that for free um 
Yep, that's it. <laughs> and that's at michelleblood.com forward slash Queen's lead. So sorry if I'm a little, blah, blah, blah. I've been um, on podcasts all morning, so I'm a little. <laughs> getting a little dry. She needs a drink. She's getting verklempt. Yeah, no, just... <laughs> so michelleblood.com, Michelle with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, blood.com slash Queen's lead. Those are the free resources there for you. Yeah. And uh, the Magnet to Money app, definitely need to go over and download that. And then what is your, uh, what is your website that manifestation? Oh, just is, go is to everything um, at michelleblood.com. No, no, no. All the products and everything else. And you've got like, even for just $5, you've got these beautiful deep visualizations and, um, and a lot of free products are on my website as well. Always uh, magnet to success.com magnet to success.com. Gotcha. Yeah. And anything that you see that you like there, just tell Trevor and he'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I feel like this time has flown by because I could talk to you all day long about this stuff. Um, what, is there anything that I didn't ask that you definitely want the audience to know about you, about enlightenment, about themselves? Well, well, just first of all, you are so stunning inside and out. Oh, I feel you. Oh, talk about queen, queen, as they say queen. in America. Okay, queen, queen, queen. <laughs> in <laughs> American, I love it. it. <laughs> Whereas I'd say you're a good mate. <laughs> That's right. Um, you're not alone. It doesn't matter where you are right now. I have worked with people and done events in every culture you can imagine. And everybody wants the same thing, to be loved and to be loved in return, to make money and feel okay about it. Don't feel unworthy to be rich. Yeah, Yogananda used to teach that all the time. He said, be rich, but be enlightened as well. Be everything you can possibly be because women have a much, much more open heart to become enlightened or at least to be on your way to become enlightened. And once mm -hmm. that happens, your thoughts become so powerful. Mm -hmm. Women are powerful. You have powerful thoughts. The more you can clear up that consciousness, it doesn't matter where you are right now. Your life can improve dramatically. Believe me, believe me, believe me, because you're not alone ever. You're in this mm -hmm. golden tapestry of light. And you've got Amy here bringing you so many wonderful messages and her own beautiful messages so thank yourself and congratulate yourself for even listening or watching this right now, because that means you're ready for change, girlfriend. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And how do we know? How, how does one know when they've become enlightened? Obviously, they'll be having been put in the work, but is there something that tells you? Oh, you my God. Know? It's like saying to a woman who's just about to give birth, how do you know you're about to give birth? Mm, wow. It is full on. Wow. You have these, I won't go into all the experiences, but you go through this like Stargate experience. You, you meet beautiful beings of light. I mean, it goes on for a long time before the final enlightenment, but you, 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 it doesn't just happen like that. The body has to become um, a body of light first. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I remember Sri, uh, Sri Ramakrishna, his cousin, he was a, an avatar, a great enlightened being a couple hundred years ago. His cousin said, please, I want to have samadhi. I want to experience it at least once. And he said, your body isn't ready. And he said, just mm. give it to me. And so he gave him an enlightenment experience of samadhi. 
And he just, he nearly went insane within 10 seconds. Stop it, stop it now. Cause he wasn't used to it. You have to build up to it. You have to build up to it. Your body, you have to become strong. You have to exercise your body so much so you can sit mm. up straight and, you know, like I do my Pilates and everything every day. So for a 66 year old woman, I've got good abs, but only, <laughs> but not for people to see them for me to meditate for hours. Wow. <laughs> you are 66. First of all, I'm sorry. Could you also give us your skincare routine so we can put that <laughs> in the show notes? Because holy crap, if becoming enlightened get, makes you, your physical body look the way you do. Holy crap. We all just, need to just, be there. Just for work no out every reason. day and <laughs> always take your makeup off every day. Uh-huh. Never leave your makeup That's on. That's good advice. Never uh-huh. ever leave your makeup on. <laughs> that's real queen shit i love that <laughs> skin girl oh my gosh uh, one more question before we go just because i heard you mention and refer to um god earlier and uh you know i'm in the bible belt of the united states where a lot of this type of information is not well received uh, because, and I think the reason is because people can't align it with their religious beliefs or their religious upbringing. So what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I, I like for me, I was so in love with Jesus Christ. I used to, as a little girl going to Catholic school, I loved Catholic school. I loved the nuns. I wanted to become a nun. Yeah. Found that yeah. later. I had been many times before. I would see oh, wow. School of Stedvitz and win their Stedvitz. So the nuns loved me. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so I went to mass every morning with the nuns because mm-hmm. they have mass. The priest would come every morning and I would, I was allowed. My parents just had to let me, even though I was just a little girl, because I would sob and sob. So wow. trust me, I love Jesus Christ. But I didn't know that there was anything other than Jesus Christ as enlightenment because I wasn't in a culture that taught me that. So I didn't know. And I wasn't even aware of anything until after my car accident. When I read Autobiography of a Yogi and read about Paramahansa Yogananda and started studying, he's enlightened. I thought it was only Jesus. But this dude is saying that he was really good friends with Jesus as well. And he speaks to him and Jesus is still alive. And I found about Babaji and they're all good friends. And, and it was just And I knew it was all true, even though it was so weird to me. So then I realized enlightenment isn't just for Jesus Christ. It's for, and you know, it's like Jesus used to say, it's, um, it's your faith. It's your faith. It's not me. He's a conduit. I'm a conduit. Yeah. It's, you know, you, it's your faith that has healed you. I'm just a clear conduit for the father. And that is the same for anyone who's enlightened. They've just become a clear conduit. There's no mm. ego about them anymore. All they want to do is love and assist and heal. And, yeah. and it doesn't matter what your religion is. As long as you're not saying that your religion is the only religion and you're on a soapbox and otherwise you're going to go to hell, there isn't any teacher in the world, including Jesus, who ever said to someone you're going to go to hell if you don't Thank follow you. me. Thank you. It, you know, <laughs> he didn't say that because that's not the truth and that's not Christian. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so good. I, I imagine it, it must've been a pretty, or maybe not. It sounds like it might be a very lonely place to be having such vastly different beliefs than, than many of those around us. It's the opposite. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Sorry. Well, I mean, like, 
you know, if I start talking about enlightenment to, to my family or to a lot of people here in Oklahoma, they're going to go, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, you know, no. They, oh, my family know nothing. They know I teach meditation, but they know nothing else. I don't tell them anything. They all live in Australia and I don't yeah. tell them anything about what I do and they're not interested in what I do. They That's just, the you know, she teaches meditation. She still sings a bit, you know. <laughs> Unless yeah. somebody, if I'm on a plane or my, on my way back and forth to Australia or to another country and I'm sitting next to people, I don't tell them what I do. Right. I don't share that with anyone because yeah. it's only if they come to one of my books or an event, they are coming because they've asked. I do not preach to someone who hasn't asked me anything. I don't preach yeah. at all, actually. I don't believe in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so that's how people you deal are ready. That. You don't, when you someone's don't, you not just... ready to receive something like that, it, it's it's impossible to share it. But I know when I learn a new concept or something, I'm so excited to share that information with someone else. But coming to the realization that, uh, you know, it's an ego. That's that's my ego talking. Like I want so badly to share this gospel or whatever I've learned with this person. They're not ready to receive that yet. So yeah, I, I learned the hard way. Trust me. <laughs> because <laughs> you're so excited you're like oh my god yeah you have to know about this. and, and right. you, want every, you want everyone to feel as good and as happy as you are right. and it just doesn't right. work that way no it doesn't you, so the the fastest thing you can do if you're feeling that within yourself and you've gone through a transition of higher consciousness all you have to do is see your loved ones happy just visualize them laughing and happy and hugging their loved ones. And that yeah. is a powerful prayer. You just see them happy and it works. They'll soon be happy. I love that. Oh my gosh, Michelle, thank you so much for everything you've shared with my, with me. I feel like this has been a, like an individual therapy session, not a podcast for my guests and my <laughs> listeners, but you're welcome and thank you. And you're all welcome for, for being in this wonderful woman's presence. Thank you so much for your time. Everybody go over to Michelle with one L michelleblood.com slash Queenslead and claim your free resources. I know right now I'm going down to uh, download the, uh, magnet to money app, like right away. And I'm going to start on those morning meditations. Uh, it's been a while since I've, since I've done it intentionally. So, uh, thank you for inspiring me to, to get back on, back on the path and, and become more enlightened so that I can be a better servant of people, um, and a better leader. So uh, you're, thank you're... you. The Queens lead podcast is recorded worldwide and produced by the kick-ass media team at the height digital home base in Nicaragua until our next episode. Stay real queens and go lead. Remember to tap that follow and leave your review. For freebies and more real, inspiring content you love, go to amysingleton.net and connect with Amy on our socials at The Real Amy Singleton. One more thing this is the legal language what my lawyer wrote and what I need to read to you. This podcast is presented for educational and entertainment purposes only. I am Amy Singleton and I'm just your friend. Although I may speak to many on this show, I am not a psychotherapist, a business coach, a doctor, a CPA, a lawyer, or probably anyone who should be giving you professional advice. This podcast is not a substitute for a relationship with your doctor, coach, or any other licensed professional. Got it? Good. Now go be a queen and follow me at The Real Amy Singleton.